So, <clears throat> so last night when Sadhau uh, just gave a little direction on uh, ways of including uh, speaking in our momentum of awareness, and uh, he likes to include it in the retreat, just um, because it's really, just as with everything else, he's uncompromising about there's no activity or no experience that awareness cannot know. It's another object of awareness. And as he said, it's all about practice. It's what we've been doing here. So in some ways, I think, um, he didn't have us even incorporating, even in a mild way, uh, speaking at the beginning of the retreat, because the right view hasn't even begun to be established and you have no momentum going with the awareness. And so he's doing it very deliberately this way. And uh, so I just want to reiterate a few of the things he said and then just say how practically this can work. So really the point is, just with brief conversation outside later, as you wish, it's practice. It's really about bringing the same quality of interest, of investigation, to the awareness when you're speaking and listening, as in the sitting, as in the walking, as in doing the dishes, not making some kind of separate activity. You know? Oh, this one I get. And so it's like not about having the most interesting conversation or making friends or catching up with someone you know here, you know? That's all wanting. It's about really uh, using brief conversations as an opportunity to explore what helps to uh, feed right view, what helps keep the awareness going. Where, as he said last night, notice when that wanting, that eagerness, that greed creeps in. Or if you're the other type, the aversion, the resistance of no way, I'm not messing up my retreat talking to somebody I don't even want to talk to in the first place. Notice, you know, <laughs> it's not that subtle. You can pick it up. And <laughs> same with the eagerness, although sometimes that's a little harder. You know, you just think, oh, it's great. It feels good. Fun. <laughs> you know, well, oh, that, could be, that could be desire in the mind. Notice that. That's the awareness, noticing whatever's arising. And so we want to get uh, interested in seeing what helps us to keep the momentum of awareness of noticing going in speaking. And the big hint that Sayadaw gave last night was that sense of um, kind of remaining within ourselves with awareness. In one of his books, I think he talks about an answer to a question, how to, that someone said when I'm, you know, just quiet and I'm really with my own physical, mental experience, there's a momentum of awareness. But when I talk to people, all the energy goes out to the person, you know, or it seems as if, right? It's really, there's nowhere for it to go, but all your attention seems to be projected out and uh, get lost. And so he really said, it's like 60%, I remember the 60-40, he says, like 60% feeling, being aware either globally or more specifically of your physical mental experience. So sensations in the body, a great way to remember, oh yeah, this is awareness of sensations. The feelings, the moods, the emotions that are coming up and feeling the physical concomitants of those is another great way. 
I know often when I'm doing interviews, you know, and I'm talking to people and suddenly I feel as if metaphorically, sometimes actually, I'm leaning forward like this. And just as soon as the awareness is feeling the body, it's like all the energies back here. And 40% is hearing, is seeing, you know, taking in the content. And you don't have to go through a checklist of these. You don't know, am I feeling my sensations? Am I aware of them? Oh, what are they saying? Oh, content. Oh, perception, perception. What, what, how am I perceiving them? I'm perceiving them as anxious. Oh, no, is that? No. Just a more relaxed global awareness, just as we've been practicing here. Not trying to get it right. It's just an exploration, huh? Just like everything else. So it's just bringing this quality of interest of investigation. What's really going on here? What's really going on? Right view, any object that's arising can be known, is known. And all objects are equal when we realize that. Giving more care, more interest to the awareness, to the noticing, than to, you know, what am I getting out of this conversation? Or what does that person think about me? Oh, self-consciousness. You're present. That's it. So really exploring in that way. So the eagerness, the resistance, learning. Other things he mentioned, again, is we're talking um, brief conversations as uh, learning tools, right? Not as, again, not as uh, connecting and recounting the history of your life and making a new friend. You might make a new friend, but that's just not the the object. Noticing what, what... kind of feeds kalesa, the greed, the aversion, the me, me, me self-consciousness. Not that it's bad, but just noticing. So he mentioned topics last night, you know, and, and if we get off on really in, um, in the, uh, the way the Buddha talks about wise speech, the, of course we're not hopefully going to be lying. Hopefully we're not going to be using abusive speech. I can't believe you said something that stupid. Hopefully not. Or to yourself. But the sampapalapa, which is a word we love, it's very onomatopoeic. It means useless, idle, frivolous chatter and gossip. It seems harmful. I'm not like it's, it's not like it's harmful, but notice how you feel after ten minutes of la da 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 blah blah blah. Did you see about uh, what's their name, Brad and Angelina? And no 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 no. How do you feel after that? Yeah, it's like, ugh, you know, I think I need to go take a bath. So <laughs> just notice what brings in, in Kalesa or not. Or more fiery things like, you know, uh, as he said, politics, whatever. And then how we can get so absorbed in the topic that we get really a lot identified or greed or so around the topic that, again, just like our thoughts, right? It's just our thoughts coming out our mouth, so it's a little stronger. We get um, absorbed in the content. Remember the awareness. Remember the awareness. That's what we're practicing. And so most of the day we're not talking, not talking at all inside. We'll say how outside. And so noticing, as you said, and this isn't to get it right. Remember to learn. Come from talking, you stop talking. It's not like you have to come back and sit right away and get back again. It's like as soon as you stop talking, you turn away and you're walking, boom, you're in silence. You're aware, you're not, hopefully didn't stop being aware. But maybe it could have happened. So right then you're aware. It's not let me get back to the meditation hall and practice. Just notice that mind. I got to even out this energy, get my momentum back. Notice that mind. 
then you're aware as soon as you notice that, what's happening. And so it's just seeing, and we get carried away when we don't. Um, I noticed, Steve and I both practicing at Saito Center Shuiyu Min, there's a sense of just an ease that, that talking can happen at any time. And I know when I first went, I was quite resistant. Because first, there's a lot of talking sometimes, and sometimes not much. And I didn't like it, because I went to do my quiet practice. And if I wanted to talk, I could stay home and talk, God knows. So there was definitely a sense of resistance. And notice that, just aversion. Other people have like, and I've seen people come there with really, um, without having any momentum in the awareness or quite understanding the right view and how Saidao's teaching. And they never get any momentum. They never really quite understand it because they get seduced into the talking and really don't have a sense of that. Like I was there last year, someone I know who's been practicing a long time but wasn't getting, she thought, this is just like summer camp, you know? She was hanging out and talking and going out shopping and this and that. And um, it's not helpful. It's not the point, but we just get seduced into kind of not paying attention again. So there's a balance. Um, so Saito even said the other night, he goes, you know, it's at Shweyumin now, it's sometimes too much talking. That's why he had us wait. That's why we're doing it, you know, brief conversations. But I did notice as the stability, the samadhi builds in this way we've been practicing, which is a, a balance, a steadiness of mind that includes any object. So there's not any arising object that's a distraction. Distraction means we're trying to push it away. It rattles, it rattles our steadiness. Basically, some kalesa, wanting, aversion, resistance has come in. So as this samadhi develops, and it comes and goes like everything, but that's what, and sitting in on the groups, we've really been hearing that, that that's happening overall. There's like a lot more understanding of this sense of, of right view wise attitude in the mind with whatever's right. And we lose it, and we get all caught up, and then, oh yeah, right, that's another object, right? Awareness can know it. So as that happens, that quality, when he talks about doing some conversation and your momentum isn't disrupted, it's possible. Brief ones will help you to see. I remember the first time I experienced that. Again, there was a shui woman, I was doing some walking, and someone came up. And for a while, one of my resistances was I felt like a moving target. Like every time I went walking, what if someone came up and talked to me? Which hardly ever happened. So it was totally my mind, right? Because I can send out vibes. Don't even think about it. (laughs) I know how to do that very well. (laughs) And it served me too, because the last time I was there, there was a hell of a lot of talking. That was a lot of Sampapalapa. And I really, one of my friends said, oh, you're really good at that. How do you do it? And I said, you just make yourself invisible. But then when someone comes up and you want to talk, just completely be there with it. Not one moment. So I was doing walking. Someone came up. We talked, whatever. And then they left, and I took my next step. I said, oh, there's actually stronger collectedness than there was before we talked because it was just all included. So that's really interesting. Just one moment of seeing that really changes the belief system, you know, that this is a disruption. But then because we're bringing in wisdom, we can also choose. Is this a useful time to talk or not? 
Is this appropriate or not? Is this supportive to my practice? Is this supportive to awareness or not? You know? We're never helpless victims. We're watching our mind, seeing what supports momentum of awareness, and that's our bottom line commitment. So just the way Stephen and I are trying to figure out how to do this in a simple way, not to make a big deal. Because many people here, you don't know people, and uh, it's not about, as we said, it's not about making friends or reconnecting with someone. It's just for practice outside. So we thought... Um, the, the way we do it, Steve uh, did this at a retreat at Cloud Mountain, he said it worked well, is we just make a spot. So when you, you know, when you go out the front door and then when you walk over and there's those steps going down where you stand and look at the sunset every day when it's setting and you can see it. So that, that flat kind of flagstone area and those steps. So if you're outside and you are open to have a a practice conversation, you can just go stand there or sit there if it's dry. And so if you go out and you're wanting to and someone's there, you can go up and talk. So I'll just say, Steve said I should include this. I said to him, I'm a shy person and self-consciousness comes up, so I would feel really awkward standing out there. You know, it's like back in grade school where I was never picked for the team. That's right, exactly. He said, nobody gonna pick me, that's right. That's what I say. It's, it's not about making friends. So that's what we look at. And when you go out, watch your mind. Go, hmm, I want to talk, but not to them. <laughs> look at that. Or you go out and you're really in a quiet space and you can tell you don't need to talk, but there's some, oh, I want to talk to them. Notice that. What's serving right view? What's serving wisdom? What's serving awareness? You know, so we watch the whole show. And again, just very simple conversations. You can meet there, meet someone, then just go for a short walk, you know, around just the driveway loop or whatever. But um, both of you, because you can even just talk about what it's like to work with this. And when either one of you is realizing, okay, that's enough or I'm losing it, you can communicate with, that, with each other and leave, right? It's not about, it's really, you're both here for the same reason, and that's actually a wonderful opportunity. So that's what we're thinking, you know, to use it that way so that it's really clear we can practice with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. What they always say to the boy, yeah, yeah. Done it. Huh? huh? When the, the Navajo, I've heard, have, oh. a, have a way of ending conversations that's not, uh, not a judgment. When they're full, and they've said all they need to say or heard all they can take in, they just say, I go now. And the other person doesn't take it as an offense or that they said something wrong. It's just, that's it. So you all have permission to say, I go now, to one another at any time, and none of us will take offense. Or if you do, you just notice. <laughs> I mean, that's not in our control, what comes up in the mind. Have you figured that out by now? But bringing in awareness, whatever arises is an object, right? This is no different. Okay? So, 